All right, what is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here to episode two of the Triple Option. What's up, guys? How are we doing? What's going on? What's up, Matt? So, yeah, today we're going to be ranking our top 10 quarterbacks overall. Um, we all also have a couple honorable mentions, but this is basically us giving a ranking of who we would want basically as a quarterback on our team if like maybe the Super Bowl was tomorrow uh, on a neutral field. So we're going to be going honorable mentions 10 to 1. Um, but first, any any thoughts on Carson Wentz? Is he going to the XFL? Is he going to the USFL? Where is he ending up next year? Um, um, Tom, you go first. He's in your division. I'll let you have it. Well, not anymore. <laughs> um, he could very easily end up in one of the NFC South teams. Yeah. yeah. Is he a backup? The more sweepstakes ones up not working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't even know who takes him as a starter unless they're tanking next year. I don't but, think um, anyone, to be honest. Like, yeah, like he's I had his know. chance. <laughs> he had he had Indy, he had Washington. There's just no point. He's yeah, he's definitely running out of chances. Yeah. Um. So we're probably gonna go pretty pretty in depth into this. Um. We'll we'll debate against each other who we think should be a little bit higher. Um. Me and Dom kind of talked before this as we were waiting for Tom to get on. We do have a very similar top 10, um, but it's definitely reorganized a little bit. Um, so we'll start off with some honorable mentions um, to Tom. Do you want to give like, maybe like, just give us like one honorable mention that like wasn't close to the top 10, but you thought about writing him down just because he was like in the combo, but you really weren't going to put him at 10. Um, probably somebody like Kyler Murray was my first honorable mention. I just wound up going just down to like 15 or 16 just because... Mm-hmm. that 10 to 14 range is pretty it's closer than uh it's been like in past years so Kyler's my next yeah. guy in at 11 I, I yeah I had Kyler too in my honorable mentions because I guess we just don't really know with with his injury and he wasn't very good this year but I mean like Kingsbury just hasn't done a good job coaching Dom you left him out right of your honorable mentions yeah, so I just completely excluded Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray. There's just way too many questionables that I didn't even want to like try to deal with them, so I just fully excluded them from my list. Pretty fair point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom, did you have uh, Watson in your honorable mentions? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't have him in the honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah, I didn't either, but I kind of, I don't know. He, he was a top five quarterback before the whole thing happened in, in Houston, but he hasn't played in two years. So I guess there's, I guess, yeah, right now he's probably not a top 10 quarterback. Um, So we, ha- we have Kyler in there. Uh, Dom, you want to give another honorable mention? Yeah, like one guy I had deeper down on the list was just Geno Smith. I mean, he won comeback player of the year. He did have a great season, but it was kind of his only good season almost ever. So <laughs> yeah. I... I feel like the Geno hype is somewhat real, but at the same time, not really. Mm-hmm. Tom, did you have him in your honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, I had him. Um, he actually wound up coming in at um, four thirteen. Damn. All right. Yeah, I didn't have him in my honorable mentions. Maybe I'm just lower on Geno than other people, and I, I'm like also on the train that if like CJ Stroud is there when they're up in the draft, just just take him. Just uh, just uh, I'm not a big Geno guy to, to extend him going forward. Uh, so I'll give another honorable mention that I didn't have in my top 10. I put Derek Carr. I feel like he's like the perfect guy, like in that 14 to 10 range. You really can't call him a top 10 quarterback, but I feel like he's been not shitty enough where you could put him any bit lower than like 15 or 16. Did you guys, I I mean, like, um, I I don't want to spoil your top tens, but did you guys even put him in your honorable mentions or you just left him off the list? Uh, I had Carr in my honorable mentions when I did a top 15 list. So I guess no, (laughs) because I had him at like 16. But he was like in consideration for fifteen, but never top ten. Okay, cool. 
basketball. Yeah, he's right? he's uh, about the same where Dom had. Honestly, like, it just feels like now there's just, like, that total lack of a large amount of elite quarterbacks. After, like, that mm-hmm. seven to eight range, it can kind of just go in any direction. Yeah, not going to lie. There's a lot of – there's not that many good quarterbacks in the NFL right now. No. Like, there's not a lot of guys I'm trusting. So we basically have a decent amount of honorable mentions. I got two more. Um, did any of you guys – I mean, like, I feel like he's a hard person to rank too just because he's had a few good games, but they were kind of elite, but he had great weapons and a good, like, offensive-minded coach. I had Tua as an honorable mention. Um, I'm not sure if you guys pulled the trigger on him in the top ten or you had him in your honorable mentions as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, Tua, Tua was my number one honorable mention for the top ten. I had him coming in at 11. Yeah, I feel like he's yeah he's a tough one to rank. So we're all pretty close there. My last one was Stafford. Um, I mean, you go going into this year, he's definitely a top 10 quarterback. He was the Super Bowl um, winning quarterback the year prior. But I don't know, the elbow injury, the Rams are so bad. I don't even know if they're going to be any better next year. Um, no first round pick. We'll see if they move Ramsey, see if Donald retires or um, anything like that. Did you guys, Stafford, top 10 or also honorable mention? Uh, I had Stafford ranked, so I'll sit this okay, one out. Okay, okay, okay. Tom, yeah, I, I, I kept quiet for the same reason. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Okay, so there's a reason. Um, So, yeah, those are my five. Tua, Kyler, Stafford, Carr, Russ. Um, oh, yeah, I had Russ. I didn't mention him. Um, I did not I have Russell Wilson. Well. I, I was in, Russ is going to be the guy that I asked. Did you guys have any honorable mentions, or did you have, have him ranked or anything? Don, what, what, what do you got? I had Russ in the same situation as Carr, like just missing 15. I mean, he was just... He was just so bad this year, but I also did put a little star next to his name because maybe it was just like the Nathaniel Hackett experience or something. Maybe he he could turn it around. I don't think he's like washed, but after watching him this past year, it, it was bad. Yeah. They had the whole uh, <laughs> bathrooms compared to touchdowns meme. Yeah, and the fact that that lasted until I think December, it was sixteen. Sure. I think, I think like, it was week just... 16. He got, he got the, uh, the even number of touchdowns as the bathrooms in his house. Yeah, you just can't be top 10 or, or honorable mention if that stat isn't existing that long. All right, so we actually all had some technical difficulties there, but uh, we're going to go to Dom here for your final honorable mentions that we um, that you had listed that we didn't mention before. Yeah, so we already mentioned Tua. I had him just missing the top 10. I actually had Jared Goff also in my honorable mentions, which I didn't really expect when I started making my list, but then I was kind of looking at the numbers and looking at the other quarterbacks and kind of proved me a little wrong this year i think he improved and i would feel like he's in that high teens range uh i also had uh danny dimes i said gino earlier and i also had dak rounding out uh, my five honorable mentions i think they're all they're all kind of interchangeable i don't think there's too much difference between those five and it's really just up for debate then at that point yeah i had yeah. i had daniel I, jones do the bottom of my honorable mentions too i think i had him between like Goff and um, yeah, I, had, I had him above Gino. I think I had him. I went, it went Goff, Jones, and Gino. That's the exact order I had it to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, I I didn't actually think of Goff, but I probably should have had him in here. Um. At least to give him some love. Uh, or Tom, has there been anybody that we haven't mentioned that you have left in your honorable mentions, or has everybody been listed so far? Um. No, I think I think there's there's one guy that's in my honorable mentions. But I think he's probably on your rankings, at least one of you. So okay, yeah. All right, we'll get to that. So we'll start yeah. off with number ten. We're all gonna go. Um, uh, we'll go me, and then we'll just go to Dom, and then we'll go to Tom. We'll all list our tenth ranked player, and then we can discuss this. This probably isn't gonna be too much debatable because we could have thrown them in their honorable mention, basically eleven to fifteen. 
Um, so I'll start it off with 10. I had Dak, who Dom just listed as an honorable mention. Um, Dak had 15 interceptions last year. A lot of them, um, or a couple of them were batted a little bit, so it was just a little bit unlucky for Dak. He's had his fair share of injuries before. It does seem like he finds a way to get injured um, each regular season. Uh, but he has been pretty consistent, I would say, as an above average quarterback in the NFL. Like I said before, there is not a lot of good quarterbacks in the NFL. So we're in kind of a world where Dak is in that 12 to 10 range. And I think it's really just personal preference who you want at this 10th spot. So Dom, I know you had him listed as an honorable mention. Who did you give that 10th spot to? So number 10, I had a guy that just gets way too much hate for whatever reason. I had Kirk Cousins coming in at number 10. I think he just gets so much hate for just I don't know, for just being Kirk Cousins, honestly, at the end of the day. Uh, the past two years now, he's had, I think, over 60 total touchdowns. His interceptions did go up a little bit this year, but even like you said, Dak had a few interceptions too, so they're all interchangeable, really. Um, but Cousins two years ago was pretty lights out. He's been pretty good, and like I said, everyone hates on him, and the play to end the Giants game is one that I already know people are going to just bring up to try to bring him <laughs> down. But he was getting pressured. He saw a guy open. He threw the ball. Like, if we're just going to base everyone off of one simple play, then, yeah, Kirk Cousins shouldn't be 10. Mm-hmm. But on an overall standpoint, I, I feel comfortable putting him at number 10. Yeah. yeah he I, he I, was I, the yeah. guy that I had in that range that I didn't want to say just before. Like Matt said, we're in that spot where there's just not that many elite quarterbacks where Kirk being top 10 is, like, totally fine. Mm-hmm. Who do you have at 10, Tom? I actually had Stafford. I know he played mm-hmm. very little of this year. Rams are very depleted, but he did win the Super Bowl two uh, two seasons ago now. And uh, Cooper Cup should be coming back next year. He's still he's going to be 35, I think he turns next year. Um, there's still some gas left in that tank if he looks anything like he did in 2021. So um, excited to see how he comes back, especially if the Rams can still be competitive unless they decide to go separate ways with guys like Jalen Ramsey and um, hopefully it winds up being another competitive squad. Yeah, so I think like we all pretty much didn't have any too much debate or kind of controversy there at 10. Um, I do wonder like what the public perception would be if you put Dak, you put Cousins, and you put Stafford all on like a neutral team who would be listed as the best. Uh, I do like kind of Dom's take where um, I guess like Kirk does get a lot of unwarranted hate. So I feel like we aren't going to see too much debate right now. Like, I don't really have any problems with that because I had Stafford an honorable mention. And like, that'll lead into my number nine. I had Kirk Cousins. Um, I, I guess that could also be the personal preference who you prefer, um, Kirk or Dak. I, I think Kirk, like Dom said, yeah, like he gets too much hate. He's a good quarterback. Definitely, honestly, like he's a really good quarterback compared to the rest of the week because there is not a lot of great quarterbacks in this league. Um, when you look at a much larger scale, 4,500 passing yards last year, 29 touchdowns. Um, he's not had a lot of good defenses so far as of late. Uh, he's had some good weapons, obviously one of the best receivers in the NFL and Justin Jefferson, but I felt pretty comfortable listing Kirk as my ninth quarterback. Um, Dom, who do you have at your ninth spot? Yeah, so Matt, you had my 10th quarterback ninth. Okay. <laughs> I have Tom's 10th quarterback ninth. I think Stafford, I put him at nine. Um, Tom mentioned the injury. That's the one, the one questionable thing about Stafford is how he comes back from the injury. But he was lights out last year. His QBR was well over 100. He was great with Cooper Cup. And even before that, if we just want to like look at his overall career, he's just always been a good throwing quarterback. I mean, yeah. believe it or not, he's Hall of Fame bound. Like I know that's yeah. weird to say, but when you look at the numbers, he actually will be in the Hall of Fame like without a doubt one day, which is just a crazy thing to say 
But I think if Stafford does come back fully healthy, and this is also based on this, all these rankings, in my opinion, are based on like equal teams, equal everything. The Rams had no offensive line this past year, so that definitely didn't help Stafford. So if everyone had an equal opportunities, I think Stafford easy comes in at number nine. I agree there. Yeah. I, I think Stafford's one of the guys you forget about just because he hasn't played basically in 12 or so games. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, do, I do like that we're still uh, so, uh, yeah. so love here. I'm worried I, about I, him. He's getting up there in uh, age. No, I was just saying he's getting up there in age. He has the elbow issue. Um, I don't know. Like That's why I put him on honorable mentions. I was just scared about him, just like if he's going to get better going forward and if the Rams are even going to get better as a team. Yeah, valid, well, yeah, valid One uh, thing concern. you mentioned – you mentioned the age. The only thing is, I was also doing this under the impression, like, one game, no matter what, like, who do I want? Like, I'm not looking for two, three years down the line. Like, if I have a game That's on fair. Sunday that I need to win, I'm putting a fully healthy Stafford in that game. That, yeah. that I agree with. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've done a lot of uh, Stafford defending over the last three or so years. Well, he's his last <laughs> year or so on the Lions. Um, I've, I've always said he was a Hall of Famer. Um but I'm happy you feel the same way, Dom. I think you're the first person actually that like said it without hesitation that he that he is that I've I mean, heard. He's thrown for five thousand yards, like how many times in his career? And just like the total stats overall, like I know like passing is definitely different in the NFL now compared to like the '80s and '90s and even like 20 years ago. But his stats are just insane overall. That he'll probably be a lock to make it. Yeah. All right. Who do you have at uh, your ninth spot, Dom? Or at Tom? Excuse me. Uh, I have Dak. Um, okay. I think it's the whole Dak, Kirk, Stafford range that a lot of us mm-hmm. seem to agree on. The thing is, we said this ranking is, who do you want to win one big game? I, I just don't really think that Dak is going to be the guy that brings you out there and wins a really big game. Maybe because the teams he's had maybe aren't as complete as the guys above him, which could be a valid concern, but I just think still think he's a notch below the rest of the guys who I think we're all going to have just in maybe a slightly different order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, and to build... Sorry, Matt, you go. No, 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 you go. I was going to get into eight, but... Uh, I, I, I was going to just also defend Dak. Like, I didn't have him ranked, but also, like, to win the big game. Like, if Dalton Schultz gets two feet down, who knows? Like, the Cowboys might win that game. Like, that's mm-hmm. one game that easily could have went his way to help him, but people are going to say, oh, he couldn't win a big game simply because his tight end just didn't want to get his second foot down for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is the Dak, Kirk, Stafford range, which I'm pretty cool with. So I wonder if we're all going to have a similar eighth spot. Um, So, like, you know, uh, Tom, who's your eighth quarterback? Because I think me, I don't know, Dom, we had the same one, but uh, I'm curious what you guys have to say. But, Tom, who do you have at eight? Lamar. Oh, wow, okay. Um, (laughs) You're a lot lower on Lamar than I am. I mean, uh, it's kind of... There's no knock on Lamar at all. I think he gets way too much hate as, as with his passing ability. Um, I've seen more than enough throws from Lamar that makes you think he's legitimately a, a real passing threat. And obviously, goes without saying, the weapon he is with, with his legs in the run game. I just think that the guys that I have in front of them are just uh, just better. And it's not a, not not a knock on Lamar at all. He has an MVP. Um, he has a playoff win, and he's led some really good teams, but. Just think of some guys in front of him. Damn. Uh, so I had I had Trevor Lawrence as my eighth quarterback. So you are so I guess since you haven't mentioned Trevor Lawrence, you have him higher than Lamar Jackson after one one season of like being a good quarterback. Uh, do you think that's premature? Um, no. Or is he really the golden child? I so I think 
we were. We, it wasn't an MVP. It wasn't an MVP season from Lawrence, but I think after like similar play from Herbert and similar play from Burrow, not as much because he made the Super Bowl, but the young guys that come out right away and are proven, legitimate, like franchise-altering quarterbacks, um, they deserve their flowers. And I just decided to give mm-hmm. him his flowers. Okay, uh, Dom, who do you have at eight? Uh, I'm in agreement with you. I have Trevor Lawrence at eight. Okay, I mean. He did do a great job coming back in the Chargers game, but he did throw way too many interceptions in that in <laughs> yeah. that first half and also just overall throughout the season. Like he still made a few stupid mistakes throughout. And I think like I think the eight to six range is pretty debatable, so I feel like we might all have interchangeable players there. But for me right now I'd still have Trevor Lawrence at eight, even though he did make great strides, but I think he still just sometimes makes too many bad plays that does hurt him a little bit in my opinion certainly fair yeah i yeah i think like lawrence is going to be probably a top four quarterback in like maybe a year or two but uh i I just think like lamar with the mvp like the rushing ability and lawrence is kind of decision making um even though just like what was it eight interceptions on the season but he did have 12 fumbles um but can't hit on him for the urban meyer rookie season like that was as worse of a head coach as you can get uh so me and dom both had lawrence at eight uh tom had lamar now seven also i feel like it's gonna be an interesting one tom who do you have at seven lawrence okay all right so pretty we already kind of talked about him yeah um okay uh that's fair and then dom who do you have i have aaron Rodgers at seven i mean dude good minds think alike (laughs) I know he's kind of regressed a little bit this past season. He had 14 turnovers, which was significantly higher than his previous two MVP years. Mm -hmm. But still, overall, if I want to win a game, if you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, you have to feel pretty confident in yourself. And he did kind of do as much as he possibly could this past year in Green Bay. I mean, the receivers didn't really have any in the beginning half of the year. Christian Watson exploded. Lazard, I'm pretty sure, missed a little bit of time earlier in the year. So mm-hmm. it was kind of just a little too late for them, but I still think that, um, given all things, I'd be pretty comfortable with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I went with him at 7-2. He's been so good for so long. He won back-to-back MVPs, uh, down year, and kind of, I guess, weapons, at least on the receiving side. And I'm not going to take too much um, I guess into consideration from this past season like I'll keep it in mind and that's why we have him at seven like going into the season we arguably had him at one there was a, or, or excuse me two and there was a debate at one um, over probably all our number ones later on but uh, yeah I have him at seven we'll see what team he's on next year um, but it was weird kind of putting him at seven and like do you guys think if if Brady was was still in the league would you guys ha- even have him in your top ten mm, maybe at like ten I think. Yeah, it was going to be so tough to rank him. Because Bra- Brady, Brady is just as good. I think Brady was better than Stafford, honestly, in 2021, even though Stafford went in the ring. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Brady was just so bad this past he year. Really, again, he was, was, so he could have been the old line. It could have been this and that. But it just – it was rough. Like, he really should have stayed retired. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, okay, so basically at eight, uh, me and uh, Don both had Trevor Lawrence. Tom had Lamar Jackson. At seven, me and Don both had Aaron Rodgers. Tom had Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Dom, who do you have at number six? Uh, number six, I have Lamar Jackson. I know mm-hmm. he was kind of, again, he's just always been hurt. But if he's healthy in one game, his running ability is arguably the best possible at quarterback. And he does make throws. It's just he's never had a receiver. He had Hollywood Brown for like a year, Mark Andrews, but that's really it. He doesn't have 
any top-notch wide receiver to throw to, especially this past year whatsoever. So if he had that, I think he'd be even higher on my list, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tom, who do you have at six? Uh, I have Jalen Hurts at six. Okay, so do I. Yeah. What's your reasoning? Um, I think, obviously, the offense is loaded, but it still takes the most from the quarterback to be able to make everything work. And he made the Super Bowl, lost in a thriller, um, and Eagles are obviously right there with this roster. they got some cap stuff and free agents to work out this offseason, but Hurts seems to certainly be their guy. And um, I think next two or so years is probably going to where the, the young guys now kind of come to full shape. I don't know if he has the ability to really crack that three ish range three four range like like some of the other guys do but less these studs so yeah uh i that was kind of my reasoning too i have him at six this was his first like breakout breakout season yeah where he was basically number two in mvp we can all pretty comfortably say he's currently the best quarterback in the nfc um i'm a little i guess hesitant to put him higher just on his pocket passing ability but honestly in the playoffs it's kind of proven me wrong in that. Uh, he blew my expectations away in the Super Bowl for sure. He's an elite runner, over 700 rushing yards this season, 3,700 passing yards, 22 passing touchdowns, 13 rushing touchdowns. We know how good of a quarterback he is in fantasy. Uh, but I had him at six as well, which is kind of crazy that my top five is all um, AFC quarterbacks. So my number five, um, uh, does any like Dom, you have it? Well, I guess you have heard it's probably higher up, so I'll, I'll wait for that. But um, my number five is Lamar Jackson. He's already been talked about twice here, so I really won't go too much into him. But um, yeah, like he's had um, elite seasons. He gets hurt a lot. Maybe him and Greg Roman really just didn't work out. Um, and we'll see if he has better targets next year if he's on the Ravens. If not, um, I think if Hurts has a better season than Lamar next year, I'm perfectly fine putting Hurts over uh, Lamar for my future rankings. So uh, number five, uh, Dom, who do you got? Uh, number five, I had Justin Herbert. I think he's a great, great quarterback. That's why I have him at five. The only thing that kind of concerns me is the fact that he had games overall this year where he just kind of looked out of sync. I think it was more of the Chargers offense where at halftime they either, I don't want to say gave up, but they changed their game plan for whatever reason, and he just looked not the same in the second half. And I also just don't like the fact that uh, Austin Eckler had 100 catches for almost like a thousand yards to just boost Herbert's stats. That's like the one mm-hmm. thing I don't like about Herbert. People see uh, all the yards and the completion percentage and all that, but it's if you're dumping it off to the running back a hundred times, I think it will inflate that. But don't get me wrong, he's still he's still fifth in my opinion. He's still a very good quarterback. I think a lot of teams would be very lucky to have him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, who do you have at at? Uh, five. I have Rogers at five. Um, I think this year, like you guys said before, you guys uh, talked about him a bit. Um, he still didn't have his left tackle for almost all the year. He had his number one wide receiver, who um, I would say is likely the best connection in the league as of 2020, 2021-ish. Um, I think that, like you we're saying, to win one game, there's not many guys in the history of the NFL that I'd rather have um, under center than I would Aaron Rodgers. I think he just still deserves that five spot. And one down year after back-to-back MVPs, I think it's I – I, I, I'm not counting him out yet. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, honestly, I feel kind of criminal putting him below Lamar Jackson, but I'm going to go with my original list because he's just been so good for so long and you can kind of always trust him. That's why it was just so tough, like, always put it. Like, you couldn't put Brady any lower um, when we were able to rank him just because he was always able to win you that big one. Uh, So Dom has the social media quarterback at five. I have him at four. Um, I I feel like he just hasn't had kind of a good offensive coordinator. I don't love Brandon Staley um, as his head coach. I will see how he is with Kellen Moore. He threw 4,700 yards last year, 25 touchdowns. I mean, like, as a pure pocket passer, um, arm strength, accuracy, he's as good as you can get. Um, And he is my fourth. I It was, like, in the range with Lamar and Hurts and Rodgers, honestly. Like, you could put him at, um, I think, five six or seven but i felt pretty comfortable putting him at four i'm a herbert guy um and yeah that was kind of my reasoning there uh tom so we know uh dom had herbert at five tom who do you have at four i have herbert at four as well i think okay cool kellen moore like you said is definitely i think will be an upgrade over joe lombardi the run game wasn't great this Mm -hmm. year austin eckler's efficiency as a runner hasn't been as good as it's been in past years um the 100 catches for eckler certainly does boost his stats be like Dom said but I do think that he was banged up for a lot of the year he was noticeably injured in that week two Thursday night game against the Chiefs um he it was the ribs and I'd imagine he was out of sorts for probably five six ish weeks after that he did break the record for um a lot of QB stats in the first two years he was on pace to be great I think he still makes throws that pretty much nobody else can make besides a couple and this, mm-hmm. that one throw against the Giants last year where he was getting hit from behind and just aired it out 55 yards on a dime it's when you're looking for somebody who can make that big throw to win you that one big game it's he's he's one of the guys that comes to mind so I got him at a four mm-hmm. uh, so Dom do you have Hurts at four yeah I put Jalen Hurts at four Fair. I think I think he really blossomed as a passer this year um, I'm not even I'm not even gonna bring up his rushing touchdown total because I think like almost half of them were that one yard quarterback sneak on the goal line. So I'm not even gonna like I'm <laughs> not including that in my ranking. But from an actual running standpoint, he was phenomenal this year. His I think he averaged around 50, 60 yards a game, which is a lot for a quarterback. It's a lot for a running back, honestly, nowadays. Um, and then just passing the ball, he really seemed to be really good with A.J. Brown. That definitely was a good trade for them. Uh, former Heisman winner Smith really has also been helping Hurts a lot. And Goddard, I mean, just the whole team. Again, it's a very good team. Tom mentioned before the offense is loaded. But I think him himself developed into a passer that I feel comfortable putting him in my top four. Yeah, I respect it. Um, I, I feel like, I don't know. So you're saying like neutral team. Um like you're just plopping down, you're taking Hurts over Herbert. Yes, because also I think we're also glossing over the fact that Jalen Hurts literally could have won Super Bowl MVP this year on the losing team. Like yeah, he did I mean, everything possible to win that game. His defense just let him down at the end. So like it's one of those things where yes, he didn't win the big game, but he literally could not have done much more. I mean, the one fumble cost him, but if if he's gonna have one turnover, but put up 300 yards and three touchdowns it's one of those things where you just kind of live with it you know fair point yeah yeah i guess uh, i don't know I, hear, I just hear so much hurts talking philly i was like i don't think he's number four for me so we pretty much me and tom got the same top or number four uh thomas lower on lamar has him at eight um so i feel like our top 
three, I think is going to be the same. Would you guys say, well, we know it's like three quarterbacks at least, like the same three. Is this the cutoff for elite quarterbacks or do any ones that we just mentioned get in this tier? I think there's another, I think it's these guys and then there's the number one quarterback in his own tier. It's like the, the elite tier and the, and the, I'll just say the Mahomes tier. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, wait, that's the Josh Allen tier? Yeah. Number one? I'm surprised you didn't have Josh Allen lower, like seven. Nah, I'm. It's Allen. Allen deserves the uh, deserves the the spot here. I'm not gonna say we're having right. You can say you can show your your. <laughs> you can show your Buffalo hatred. You don't have to be shy. What? You I'm listening. Th- th- this is this is an un, this is unbiased. When when it comes to <laughs> ranking these quarterbacks, you gotta uh, you gotta give your fair point. No matter how many times the the Bills had blowout wins and. Uh, the Giants got lost. The Giants lost by four scores in the same week, and everyone was celebrating while I was upset. <laughs> so, uh, did you have me? Me and Dom talked about this. We had Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Did you have the same, or did you have Allen at two? I had Allen at two. Oh wow! Okay. What was your reasoning for Allen over Burrow? Um, I think Burrow, just in general, has a lot more to work with on offense. I think Chase. You can make an argument that Chase is even better than Diggs. Um, and then Higgins is obviously better than Gabe Davis. And the Bills have little to no run game. And uh, Dawson Knox is, you know, he's a decent tight end, but he's not anything that would, you know, he's no Travis Kelsey. And I think Josh Allen no was... Hurst. <laughs> Josh Allen was forced to play a bit of hero ball in the second half. And we still don't really know what really happened with his elbow. That was, like, talked about as being, like, a, like they were saying, I mean, it may have been overblown a bit, but the whole thing with that elbow was, like, was he getting, like, the whole Tommy John talk for, like, that 48 hours, and then yeah. he goes to just missing two days of practice. He he definitely didn't look as good the second half of the year as he did. I think that Jets game really was kind of his, his uh, where he started to take a little bit of a downward decline, but I still think he's got it a little more, a little less to work with than Burrow, and... Um, he's a better runner and very similar passer. He's a stronger arm, but they're, they're, they're neck and neck. Yeah, he, he is a better runner. I guess my reasoning, honestly, is just because he's now made two AFC championship games and uh, Josh Allen has yet to do so. Um, so he's just been able to prove that he could win on the bigger stage. He's also been to the Super Bowl. Um, and he was actually, uh, Burrow at least was PFF's highest graded quarterback, which um, I actually didn't know that. So I was kind of shocked when I saw that as well. Uh, so he, that was kind of my main reasoning, which is kind of the team success. So he's like proved that he could win on a bigger stage. Uh, Dom, was that like similar to your reason for Burrow too? Or did you have something else? Before we go on Dom's, yeah. Allen has made one though. Matt. He's, he got the 2021 where he lost the Chiefs. Oh yeah, okay. That was the so that 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 COVID it, it, year. Yeah, it was a COVID. That that's what I said. Okay, he's made, he made the AFC Championship and the Chiefs. Were no, yeah, that's fair. Game. That's on me. Yeah, I, I forgot about that because I just remember the one from last year. Obviously, where it was the the freaking shootout in the final minutes in the overtime, and I just forget about that. Yeah. that COVID year before the Chiefs went to what was that the year that they ended up playing the uh, the Bucks. The, uh, Bucks in the Super Bowl, yeah. So, uh, okay, yeah. Back to my original question, Dom. Uh, what, did was that like your reasoning, or you're gonna look like a dumbass like me and said that Allen didn't even make it to a conference ship? No, you you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Just overall, I mean, Burrow's come in. I mean, just the fact that I don't always like this comparison, but Burrow did beat Allen this past year. Allen lost to Mahomes last year. Like, the Bills are supposed to be 
this like super team almost in a way. Like everyone had them as the favorites to win the Super Bowl. I mean, all the books did, yeah, so they were, were the favorites. favorites. And Burrow just proves people wrong. Obviously, Mahomes is one, so I'm not even gonna like mention Burrow to Mahomes. But Burrow, I think, locks himself into that two spot simply because he just does find a way to win. I mean, even with awful offensive line, he somehow seems to just keep on getting his team winning. And the thing with Allen that I know Tom mentioned it, he called it hero ball. Allen, he just turns the ball over too much. Like, I know he's going to throw for well over 4,000 yards. He's going to throw for a ton of touchdowns. So, yes, he will have more interceptions, more fumbles and everything. But sometimes it's just too much. He just airs it out really for no reason, which I also don't know if that's a him issue or a Bills OC issue because I know that was talked about a lot that they, again, the same thing I said for Herbert. The Bills sometimes came out in the second half and just looked completely different. So I don't know if it's an Allen thing or a coaching issue, but – I think Burrow's proven to be just an overall better winner, and I think just safer in my eyes, I guess, if I wanted to win one single game. Very fair point. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think Burrow's respectable, too, as well. You know, no no uh, arguments there. I think it's an yeah. easy top three. I think our top yeah, three, if anyone has anyone besides Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen, if anyone has anyone, Mahomes is one, without a doubt. Yeah. So, like, Burrow and Allen, I think, are interchangeable two or three. If anyone else has someone in three, then I think that's when it really gets questionable. Yeah, I mean, I just think that it's – if you have, like, Herbert, Rodgers, or Hurts, I just don't think any either of the, any of those three, like, you know, from right now, I would rather have them start a game than Burrow or Allen. I think I'd rather have them two over mm-hmm. anybody else besides Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess, like, Mahomes is not, like, clearly number one. Like, I guess there was always, like, oh, Mahomes versus Rogers. Oh, like, is Brady still number one? And it's just clearly Mahomes. Like, 67% completion yeah. percentage, MVP and Super Bowl MVP. Absurd stuff. Absurd stuff. Um, So, now that we pretty much um listed our top 10, uh, we could just kind of go through them one more time. You could just run through it uh, 10 to 1. I'll just go mine quick, and then, Tom, you can hit yours, and then Dom. So, at 10, I had Dak. 9, I had Kirk. Eight, I had Trevor Lawrence. Seven, I had Aaron Rodgers. Six, I had Jalen Hurts. Five, I had Lamar Jackson. Herbert, I had at four. Josh Allen, three. Burrow at two. And Mahomes at one. I had um, Stafford at 10. Dak at nine. Lamar at eight. uh, Lawrence at seven. Hurts at six. Five was Rodgers. Four was Herbert. Then Burrow, Allen, Mahomes one. I had at number 10, Kirk Cousins, number 9, Matt Stafford, number 8, Trevor Lawrence, at 7, Rodgers, 6, Lamar, 5, Herbert, 4, Hertz, 3, Allen, 2, Burrow, and 1, Mahomes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to put, you, I'm gonna put uh, Tom, I'll put you on the spot here first, and then Dom, uh, you can answer it next, and then I'll go. Uh, who's a quarterback that... Uh, either that was like maybe in your mid to late honorable mentions or maybe even somebody we haven't even mentioned maybe they're not in the NFL yet who would you bet like money if you can only bet on one person that would be in everybody's top 10 next year that's not in pretty much everybody's top 10 right now this is a hard question because I get like I think if honestly I I can honestly say I don't even know if I have a real answer for that I, I don't think any of these guys are somebody who I would feel confident being like, this is the guy who's going to jump over Dak or who's mm-hmm. going to jump over Stafford. Because I think if Stafford comes back and looks even somewhat normal did in 2021, he'll be more than secure in that top 10. And maybe Dak's like the next guy out, but I don't think any of these guys are like, 
I would really make a strong bet on them to say they're going to be better than Dak in 2023. So I think yeah. maybe the, I, I would maybe somebody like Kirk or if I, I would say Kyler, but I just think the Cardinals are going to be a very, very tough team to watch um, coming in the next year or two when Kyler gets back to full strength. Yeah, and he could miss yeah part of the the opening uh, part of the season. Yeah, he, he got uh, hurt in November. Yeah, yeah. I so think. or he's actually early December. It was December, yeah. So like ten weeks, yeah, eleven like weeks at least. December. Looks like, dude. Yeah, it's so tight. When I I actually was at that game, and then I'd even get to my seats yet, and then he's getting carted off the field, and I was like, all right, well, not even going to see the most exciting player in this game. Yeah. Uh, Dom, do you have a more uh, kind of solidified answer now that you had time to think? Since I put Dom, uh, Tom on the spot. Yeah, before I give mine, I'll say. Uh, I, I would have had Kyler on this list, but if you if you want a top 10 quarterback by the end of the 2023 season, I don't think Kyler will be back there yet just because the ACL, like, he'll be healthy enough to play, but I don't think he'll be approaching the top 10 territory. I think he's going to need still more time. So I think he'll be, like, just on the outside there. But one guy that none of us had in the top 10 that I think does have a good shot of moving into the top 10 would probably be Tua to be completely honest um he actually had a higher QBR this past year than Mahomes did believe it or not (laughs) I'm like Tua was hurt for a decent amount of the year with a few different injuries but I think from a stat standpoint if you look at his numbers next year with a full season of Tyreek Hill Jalen Waddell I think his stat numbers will be insane that I think he'll just progress because of it no matter what I think he'll jump into the top 10 then yeah, I can see that too. It's really about the con- the concussions and if he'll get in there. Um, but yeah, I do wonder also, like for Kyler, if we could put him in the top ten. Like, I don't know, are they going to still run double XP into to next season, or is he going to be able to to be on the field? Uh, I've already heard that the Cardinals are going to go under center more because apparently the defenses knew their plays because Cliff Kingsbury would only call a few plays. So they're already talking about running more plays to confuse the defense, which should help the offense. So we'll have to see how that unfolds. Oh, yeah, we'll see if that works. (laughs) I mean, anything's better than Uh, knowing your plays, I guess. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Yeah, mine, honestly, I'm going to go with uh, Russell Wilson just because I think he's been in everybody's top ten everybody's top seven uh basically until this season so if he goes back to like what we saw in seattle towards the end of it at least i think people are like all right this was just the nathaniel hackett his uh intro year to denver it was a down year um for just everybody there we're we're gonna put him back in the top 10 just just because like i think like some of these guys like I don't know. Like, if Derek Carr has, like, a similar season to, like, Cousins or Dak, like, no one's really going to put him, like, certified above those guys, like, just because uh, it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like we haven't seen, like, enough from, like, Derek Carr consistently over the years. I'm like, all right, he's justified of being a consensus top 10. So I, I'm either going Russell Wilson or I'm going Kenny Pickett because he, he has a good chance of being a top 10 quarterback next year. Good second-year job candidate. That, that's, the, that's the thing with, <laughs> with, the, with these, this old 10 to, even, like, the 10 to 17, 18 range, like, all of these guys are so interchangeable. I would bank more on Russ and guys like Russ and Carr than I would guys like Kirk and Kyler. I just think yeah, like Kirk's right there, but I think I don't see many situations where Kirk continues to progress at this stage in his career. I think we've seen Kirk at his peak form, and guys like Pickett and Russ can bounce back. Maybe Carr finds a new scenery. Maybe the Jets. Maybe they really put it together, and him and Garrett Wilson get a great little connection. Yeah, I was I was smiling when I said Pickett. I, I, that was just me being a homer. I, I don't think he's actually gonna be. I he's gonna to. be a top ten quarterback next year. 
Well, I mean, he listen. He still can. If, if the Steelers can make some improvements on um, the offensive side, and you know, Pickens comes into his own a bit, and Deontay had no touchdowns, right? Maybe Deontay will score a couple touchdowns next year. Um, Dude, I just said he needs one to top this season. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, crazy. Most of these guys in this range, like Pickett's right there. Like Pickett can make the jump. Like it, there, there's there's a great opportunity that Geno can just regress next year. Like could have been just just a year where he played out of his mind for 10 games. All right, guys, so that about wraps up our top 10 rankings and honorable mentions. I do want to ask both Matt and Dom a little quick rank question. I'm going to give both of them three players, give them like five, 10 seconds to rattle it off, and I'm going to ask Dom first, three guys, same position. Dom, you ready? I'm ready. All right, so first guy, Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, and Kenneth Walker. Rank them 2023 and moving forward. All assuming healthy. All, so yeah, all all healthy just based on skill set. I think I'll probably do it in the way you said it. I'll take I'll take a healthy Jonathan Taylor one. I'll take Brees Hall two, and I'll take Kenneth Walker three. Good, right? I think I think I probably would have flip flopped Brees and Jonathan Taylor. I think so. Would I. Uh, right. Is gonna want to whoa over Jonathan Taylor. I I, I think I think Brees is is going to be an absolute stud if he just comes back from the ACL um, in a good way. But, all right, um, Matt, um, I'm going to give you um, three edge rushers. Uh, Trying to be biased. TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, and um, Hassan Redick. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to do it as you said it as well. I'm going to go TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, uh, Hassan Redick. Redick probably had... The best all-around season this past year, but I'm just going to take into account what Watt and Garrett have done. Watt was hurt past season, and he's won a depoy. Uh, I think Garrett will win one one day, too. But I got to give love to Reddick Temple made. So uh, I'm going Watt, Garrett, Reddick. Very cool. Um, all right. I. It's also just for argument's sake, if you were to factor in injuries for both of you, um, do you think that your, your rankings would say the same, like with JT's ankle and with Brees' ACL, and like TJ Watt was his bicep or his pec this year? Uh, it was just like pec area. Mine mine wouldn't change. I, I would still go just because like Watt really hasn't had that much injury history. Um, so like it would definitely matter more for Dom's just because of Paul's injury and Taylor's past. And Walker's too. Dom, is your change at all? Yeah, I... W- yeah, I, w- I would probably flip Hall and Walker to be honest. I think... I think JT would be staying at one. I think Brees coming back from an ACL in the first year would scare me a little bit that I'd probably bump Walker ahead of him for the full season. Fair. All right. Pretty good. All right, uh, Tom, I'll give you one here. Off the top of my head, uh, Tyree Kill, Devonta Adams, uh, Jamar Chase. Adams won... Hill a very 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 close to and Chase three. Probably do the same. I don't know. That's tough. Just because they're going in kind of different directions of their career. Just because yeah. Adams getting north of thirty and and then Chase is so young. But it's tough, man. Like when, when we do our wide receiver rankings, it's gonna be 
it's gonna be a lot of debatable yeah. stuff in there so uh yeah that's gonna pretty much uh wrap up episode two uh this was a fun one ranking our top 10 quarterbacks everybody loves kind of quarterback ranking so we got to do it there which was fun we're gonna get into the full offseason uh swing of things we're gonna have probably our first mock draft episode um coming out soon maybe not the next episode but one after that definitely before the draft and we'll we'll get into all that draft content as well as free agency so make sure you guys are subscribed drop a like on this video you can also look at our our twitter uh link in the description um as well so yeah thank you all for watching um and we'll catch you guys later peace